Knife sale. Thousands of handguns, rifles, shotguns, ammunition, knives, personal protection items. Bring your gun to sell or trade. They offer appraisals and instant background checks. For adults, $10. Kids 6 to 12, $2. 6 and under, get in free. Saturday, July 15th, 9 to 5. Sunday, July 16th, 10 to 4. At the Harbor Center, Slidell. Take I-10, Oak Harbor Exit, 261. The Slidell got a knife show. At the Harbor Center, Slidell. The views and opinions expressed during this show are those of the hosts and guests only. In no way do they represent the views, positions, or opinions expressed or implied of WGSO 990 AM or North Shore Radio, LLC. All right, New Orleans, good evening. This is the New Orleans Golf Show with Jack Clegg, and you're listening to WGSO. 9.90 a.m. or you're listening on WGSO.com on your laptop or your smartphone or your mediocre phone, whatever you tend to call it. Okay, today the golf show, we've got two different topics. Uh, the first one, and we're going to get right into that, is what's going on with the debate between the possible new legal entity called NUCO, which is going to be financed by the Saudi Arabian bazillionaires and the PGA and what's happening there. And then secondly, at about 7.30, we have a guest coming on the show uh, who is a representative of the Louisiana Golf Association, the LGA, and we're going to talk about junior golf tonight, which is a much, much more enjoyable topic to discuss, but I have to talk about this live and PGA stuff because it's educational, and if you're younger uh, and you may hear me referencing some things you might not be used to, used to hearing, but this is turning into a cluster of Bad things. <laughs> no, Ronald, I can't say that word. I can't say that word. A cluster of bad things. Okay. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so but we'll get we'll get we'll get right into that um, right now. Okay. What we what we know. Okay. And this again, some, most of you already know this, but I'm going to start as elementary as I can. The PGA, the Professional Golfers Association. Okay, in the United States, uh, they run men's golf. Now, the U.S. Golf Association, the USGA is important, and they help out. But the real money, the real power is the PGA. And several years ago, uh, a, a rival entity called the LIV, L-I-V Tour. Now, for those of you, uh, I'm going to give you five minutes to call if you can tell me what live means. And the call-in number is 504-556-9696. This is a talk show, so we'll get your calls. 504-556-9696. And the tease is you've got to tell me what live means in the live tour. Anyway, so this, and it's, where is it from? Well, it's worldwide, but basically... It's with Saudi money and an entity called the PIF is a Saudi investment fund, which invests in things all over the world. Okay, you know, if you listen to the news and you hear about the Chinese and the Chinese money going here, the Chinese money going there, the Chinese money doing this, that, and the other, well, the Saudi money is doing the same thing. And, and why, of course, why are they so powerful? Well, because... As of the last couple of years, America has dropped out of oil production business. And we are now dependent. They get our money. They get everybody's money. And OPEC, for instance, way back in the day, when OPEC was first known in, in the 70s, when we had some gas lines and so forth, a lot of you may not remember that, but you had to wait for hours to get gasoline. 
They let certain cars with driver's licenses, um, license plates rather, even numbers went on Monday, odd numbers went on Tuesdays. It was a mess. This was back in the 70s. Anyway, we don't, we don't produce oil as much. OPEC went from a four-nation oil-producing export company, that's what OPEC stands for, to now more than 14 countries are in OPEC. Guess who else is in OPEC? China, Russia, Venezuela, Cuba. All of our enemies are in OPEC, okay? And so when this rival golf tour called the Live Tour started, the, what they were doing was they had somebody had imagined this rival golf tour. Now, whether it was Greg Norman, a former PGA great, or Greg Norman and others, they got together and they said, hey, let's have this rival tour, and we will do things a little differently than the PGA. In fact, we're going to have teams. There'll be six golfers, and our team will be facing off against other teams, kind of like baseball, football, the other, which primarily golf is a single-on sport, one guy against everybody or sometimes match play, but we don't have teams in, in typical American-style or European-style golf. So this was the new idea. Okay, but the real killer was the Live Tour was paying unbelievable sums of money, eye-popping sums of money to PGA players who would leave the PGA Tour and go to the Live Tour. We've been talking about this like for a few months now, right? Sure. And you and I have also talked about this in private doing commercial breaks and stuff sure, like that. Sure, sure, My issue is... There's enough money to go around for everybody. Why the separation? Well, uh, I think part of it is human nature. Yeah. If, if I was the guy running the PGA, if I it was Jack Clegg's PGA, mm -hmm. okay, and suddenly I saw all these people taking my best players away, paying them more money to get them away from me and my group, I'd have to fight back. True. And True. the easy way of fighting back here was... And Jay Monahan was the CEO. He was the Jack Clegg of, of, of the PGA. He was saying, they caused 9-11. They don't like human rights. They're evil. It isn't just a competitive thing. They were po pointing to them as an evil entity. So they made it out of being, it's a, it's a political issue. Oh, they made it a political issue. Mm. They did. Gotcha. And, and, and so, so absolutely astute of you. That's what they did to this. So this was going on for months and months. And frankly, I, I found that boring. I didn't want to hear it. You know, I, 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 I was one thinking like you, let the golfers get together. We like watching. We like playing. What, what's going on here? But this fight was behind the scenes. Now the curtain is being opened a little bit. Okay, so what happened when PGA players decided to go and play on the Live Tour? We'll take the money and go. What happened? Well, there were a couple things that were going on. One of them was the PGA said, sorry, you can't play in any of our tournaments anymore. You're gone. You are gone. And the PGA players were like, well, wait, wait a minute. You can't do that. We can play in our own tournament. Lawsuits. And then they got lawyers involved. Now, I'm a... 30-year-plus lawyer, so I know that can be another cluster muster, if you will. That's creative. That's creative. Yeah. How about that? A Let's cluster muster. That. Yeah. yeah. And, and so that could happen, and that did happen. So we had all this going on, and fighting, 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 until out of the blue, in the beginning of June, we get this announcement. Now, I mean... Player by player, they were calling each other names. You're a traitor, da-da-da-da. This was going on. It was sad. But, okay, just to get to the point, uh, in June, they said the PGA and the PIF, that is the, um, the money-raising entity, we're going to get together, and we're going to form a new company called NUCO, which is going to be in charge of everything. It's not a merger because no one's agreed on the terms yet. 
So you hear maybe on reporters will say it's a merger. It's not a merger. It's not. So when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about exactly what's going on, and the U.S. Senate is now involved to make the cluster muster even worse. All right. We'll be back in a minute. This is the New Orleans Golf Show with Jack Clegg. WGSO 990 AM, WGSO.com. Hi, this is Martina McBride. When I'm on stage performing, it takes a team of talented people from all walks of life to make the show a success. I couldn't do it without everyone's help. When we embrace diverse backgrounds and work together as one, there's no challenge or problem too big to overcome. Our strength lies in our diversity. This public service message has been brought to you courtesy of the United States Air Force. Hey, Mimi, we're moving. Moving to Wednesdays at 5. You can check out He Said, She Said on a new day. Hump day. A new day, but we'll still be discussing and debating the hot topics. And take your phone call. You can listen to us on 990 AM, WGSO, WGSO.com. And find out who's right. Of course, that's me. No, of course, that's me. I've been doing this 23 years, Mimi. Practice makes perfect. So you see, we'll have plenty to talk about on He Said, She Said. Wednesdays at 5. Right here on WGSO. Hi, I'm Huck. And this is Dave. Please join us on Liberty or Lockdown on Thursdays at 5 p.m. Be there. Ryan Richardson here. Tune in every Saturday from 11 a.m. until 12 noon on WGSO 990 a.m. for conversations with Ryan Richardson. WGSO 990 AM is the only locally owned and operated talk station in New Orleans. We feature 20 local hosts discussing a variety of topics in an era when the daily newspaper is being discontinued and our competitors are out-of-state media conglomerates. We ask you, our listeners, to support local programming on a local station. To advertise or sponsor one of our great shows, contact me at jeff at wgso.com or call 504-669-606. Seven, six. More and more Americans are listening on American ground. Listen each Saturday from noon to 1 p.m. with Louis R. Avalone and Stephen Parr. Now, everything old is new again. America's entertainment pop culture talk show. If you relate to these clips playing in the background, you will relate to everything old is new again right here on WGSO. Hi, this is Douglas Viviani of Everything Old is New Again. Join us for the fun on Saturday mornings at 8, right here on the community voice of the Crescent City, WGSO. Go ahead, make my day. Hey, this is Christian Garrick. I'm excited about my new show on WGSO 990 AM, Monday through Friday, noon to 2 p.m. There are a lot of things going on in this country and in this city that are concerning. I'm your voice. You might be afraid to speak out for fear of cancel culture or losing your job. The Christian Garrick Show on WGSO is your platform, noon to 2, weekdays, right here on 990 AM WGSO. All right. This is now the second segment of the New Orleans Golf Show for this evening on WGSO 990 AM and WGSO.com. Okay, we had just gone through and and put out the fundamentals of the battle. Okay, then it was a an agreement in June. It was a an agreement to make an agreement is all it could say. One of the fundamentals is the prior to this June, there were antitrust lawsuits in the United States. There were lawsuits in England by the players who, in Europe, the the PGA Tour uh, equivalent is the DP World Tour. Okay, the players there who went to live, and many of them did, they got bought off, the better ones, to go to live, not all of them, but many, Uh, they sued the DP Tour saying, hey, why, why are you sanctioning us? Why are you doing that? And the DP tour said, well, wait a minute. You left without 
a settlement, a, a release. You couldn't do it. So there were lawsuits in the United States. The Americans were saying, and this I think is true based on what I've done, the Americans were saying that the PGA was exercising, un, exercising undue influence on the World Golf Ranking Organization, and that's important. The World Golf Ranking, your rankings, whether you're ranked 29th or 31st, makes a difference of what tournaments you get invited to. And if you don't get invited to the tournaments, your chances of winning money are low. So um, so th- all kinds of battles. And then suddenly in June, they say, wait a minute, um, we're going to put together a, an agreement to agree. And this agreement is between the PGA and the PIF. Now, the, the, the DP World Tour, the Europeans are going to do what the Americans do. They, they, they're linked in. So I'll just say PGA, but I also mean the European Tour. Okay, so they're going to form a commercial for-profit entity. Nobody has said whether this is going to be publicly traded, whether you can buy shares in it or not. I doubt it. But, but it's going to be a public entity, uh, a LLC, a limited legal corporation, okay, and uh, I'm sorry, a limited liability corporation, not limited legal. That's different. Okay, so that's going to be formed. The biggest investor with the biggest part of the money is going to be the PIF. The CEO of this new co, the new entity, was going to be Jay Monahan, and the chairman of the board was the current chairman of the PIF, who is a Saudi. So they were trying to marry the two entities together. The problem is, the many, many, many problems are, okay, problem number one, uh, before any of this ever gets done, the PGA needs the approval of the PGA policy group. The PGA policy group is made up of players. There are six players on there. The players weren't told anything about this. They were shocked and surprised. And since that happened, without their notification, there has been a lot of resentment, a lot of recrimination. Then um, Jay Monahan, who was the CEO of the PGA and was going to be the CEO of the new entity, suddenly, and there's no evidence Hillary Clinton is involved in this. I have to tell you this first. <laughs> but suddenly Jay Monahan turns up sick. He's hospitalized, and we don't know why. He's still not made a word. It's been now three or four weeks, and he hasn't said a word. Okay, so you think things are screwed up? Oh, no, it gets even worse. The U.S. Senate is scheduled investigations for July 11th. I believe that's next Tuesday, and they're going to have hearings. Now, they wanted Monaghan to be there. They wanted uh, two non-U.S. citizens to be there. They said, we're going to have Greg Norman, and he's going to have to answer questions, and we're going to have the CFO of uh, the PIF, the Saudi, and they've got to answer questions. Well, (laughs) they had lawyers, and those lawyers said, I'm sorry, our clients are traveling. You can't subpoena them if <laughs> they're not in the United States. So I don't know what you're thinking about. So, but they are going to go forward. They have realized that this foolishness of trying to get on non-U.S. citizens to appear before a hearing is typical. Anyway, so the two people that are going to be sent by the PGA, one of them actually negotiated the deal with the PIF to form this new entity. All right. What to look for at this hearing? All right. You're going to have a lot of people that are going to be beating their chest about 9-11. And 9-11 is horrible, and I don't mean to minimize it at all. Uh, But we either either move on from that or we don't. And there's going to be a lot of guys that think they're going to get political hay out of being, you know, chest-beating Americans, John Wayne types, where, where... Okay, you're going to see a lot of that. Here's the one question I am waiting for, and I want to hear the answer. The PIF, which is Saudi money, okay, is going to be 
infusing this new, they're going to be the financing of this. Okay, when you give someone money, you generally want something in return. It's not a handshake. It depends. With this amount of money, I think it doesn't depend. Okay, point taken. Yeah, this is, <laughs> this is going to require the PGA, who apparently doesn't have the money, otherwise they would tell these guys to pound sand, they've got to put up some assets. And what do they have? Golf courses. So, you think? I'm waiting for those questions to be asked of whether American property is going to be collateralized in order to get to get the money, to I get the cash. Gotcha. Where this new entity or will this will this new entity Nuco, okay, will it own any property in the country anywhere? Okay, and if so, who are the owners? Okay, the company's name is Nuco, but who's going to hold the paper on the property? The reason why this I see as being so important is something that's going on in the United States right now unrelated to golf, and that is property being bought up by China, by Saudi Arabia, by other countries, not individuals from those countries, but by the countries themselves buying up property in the United States. Many states, local uh, jurisdictions, are against it. They don't want another country owning pieces of property in their jurisdiction. So that's, a, that's going to be, to me, the key issue here. And I don't know how, what they're going to say. Does the PGA have an interest in, in these? Yes, they do. Is it a legal interest? Do they actually own the land? So that's going to be July 11th at that hearing. Uh, I'm either going to talk about it on my Tuesday night show, the Jack Clegg show, or next Thursday on that. So to me, that's that's the real meat here. There's going to be a lot about money and so forth, but the real, I think, political concern is will the PIF money be secured by property rights to American property? Okay, that's that's, and I it could be something else, but that's what I'm going to be looking forward to. All right, what else is going on this weekend? Uh, well, this is interesting. We have a, a wonderful, wonderful. I watched a couple of rounds, this, uh, the practice rounds. The women's U.S. Open uh, is being is taking place at Pebble Beach in California, the best golf course in the world in, that I've ever played. Eleven million dollar purse. And you watch that. And also the John Deere Classic for the men with our good friend Mason Joblin, who was the pro at Value Oaks, has now gone to TPC Deer Run, where this tournament is this weekend. So, all right, we're going to have to take a break. I wish we didn't, but we're going to have to. Uh, and, again, this is the New Orleans Golf Show with Jack Clegg. And you're listening to WGSO.com. Or WGSO 990 AM. We'll be back in a few moments. without signage is like a car with a flat tire. It's not going anywhere fast. Sir Speedy can change that. We're a trusted resource for sign design and production. Whether you need trade show displays, banners, posters, directional signs, window decals, wall graphics, or more, Sir Speedy sign capabilities can help your business get noticed. Call us today at 504-586-9812. Sir Speedy, we do it. Hey, it's Kevin Carr with your personal sneak preview invitation to join me on Sunday evening from 8 to 9 for Fat Guys at the Movies. Each week, I give you my take on the newest movies and movie news, but in a fun way. Not like those stuffy movie review snobs who take themselves way too seriously. I tell you if the new movies rock or not. Yes, it's fun for all ages with Fat Guys at the Movies. I'll see you Sunday evening at 8 on WGSO 990 AM. You can provide the life-changing opportunity of a quality education to a disadvantaged Louisiana student at almost no cost. For those inclined to make a difference and fortify our community, it's a no-brainer. 
95% of every donation to ACE Scholarships directly funds a deserving child scholarship, and you receive a 95% tax credit through the Louisiana Tuition Donation Credit. To learn more, call Arthur Dupre at 504-710-1132. Boy, have we got a show for you this week. Ever wonder where all the great songs have gone? Well, we found them. Hey everyone, I'm Pat Matthews, your host of 70s Deja Vu, and once again, I'll be looking in the rearview mirror, and I'll see you in the back seat. Join me for some great music, all selected to get you going on 70s Deja Vu. Sunday morning at 7 a.m., right here on 990 a.m. WGSO. Louisiana Radio Network News, I'm Kevin Gallagher. Authorities continue to track down leads in the July 4th block party mass shooting in Shreveport that killed four and injured seven other people. Tico Fox has more. I am looking for justice for these families, and I want that justice to reflect full prosecution. That Shreveport Council member, Tabitha Taylor, who's asking for the public's help to identify the suspects involved in Tuesday night's mass shooting. With all diligence to please share your information. You don't have to give your name. An estimated 200 people were in attendance when gunfire erupted in the MLK district at an annual event. Anyone with information is encouraged to call Crime Stoppers at 318-673-7373. I'm Tico Fox. This is the sixth mass shooting in Shreveport so far this year. LSU Tigers gymnast and social media darling Olivia Dunn has leveraged her online presence into a multi-million dollar revenue stream. And now she's using some of that money to set up a fund to help other female athletes set up their own name, image, and likeness deals. Go Livy. This is news from LRN. Louisiana is 48th in police pay, 35th in teacher pay, and dead last for firefighters. That doesn't surprise you, does it? The legislature had an extra $2 billion. That's billion with a B. The blue team fought the red team, and then the red team fought the red team. They passed a budget that none of them read without permanent raises for teachers. What kind of message are we sending? It sounds like move to Texas. We don't value you. It's embarrassing. So how can we expect our children to stay, serve and build community if we don't make our teachers, police and firefighters a priority? I'm Hunter Lundy. I'm a Christian and an independent. I'm running for governor. Let's seize the future of family, community and prosperity not one of crime, poverty, and potholes. Why not? Hunter Lundy, Governor. Paid for by Lundy for Louisiana. Hi, it's Olivia Munn with my shelter pets, Frankie and Chance. Say hi, guys. <coughs> when I adopted them, I discovered that they both have incredible personalities. Chance's sole purpose in life is to love and to be loved. Frankie is a little bit of a scoundrel and always entertaining. <coughs> They're a little bit of a lot of things, but they're all pure love. Adopt Pure Love at theshelterpetproject.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the Humane Society of the United States, and Maddie's Fund. Hello, this is Jack Clegg. A while back, I hosted the NFL show. Remember, we'd take a knee for no one. I've returned to WGSO to host shows on Tuesday and Thursday nights from 7 to 8 p.m. Tuesday evenings, we will focus on the causes, consequences, and solutions to the international, national, and local political mess that has developed since 2020. Thursday's show will be happier. It's a golf show discussing the current state of the game we love in Louisiana and on the Gulf Coast. Please tune in and share your thoughts. Big Easy Pet Shop and Rescue is a nonprofit volunteer run rescue. We provide adoption services and care for homeless animals across the New Orleans metro area. We also offer pet supplies and grooming services at our downtown and Marigny locations. The shops are located at 839 Spain Street and 513 Dumain Street and are open from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. weekdays and noon to 6 on Saturdays, noon to 5 on Sundays. We can be found on the web at BigEasyPetShop.com. Support local animals in need by shopping and adopting with Big Easy Animal Rescue. Get ready, Raider New Orleans. The Great Southern Gun and Knife Show is coming for two days only, July 22nd and 23rd. At the Punch Train Center on Williams Boulevard. Show hours, Saturday 9 to 5, Sunday 10 to 5. Hundreds of dealer tables available, full of guns, knives, ammunition, holsters, gun books, camouflage, jewelry, and more. That's the Great Southern Gun and Knife Show, July 22nd and 23rd. At the Punch Train Center, show hours, 9 to 5 on Saturday, 10 to 5 on Sunday. All right. 
This is now segment three of the New Orleans Golf Show with Jack Clegg. Uh, and you're listening on WGSO 990 AM or WGSO.com. Okay, after the uh, brief lecture series that you, <laughs> that you all had to endure for sections one and two of our show, this will be more informative, more relevant, and hopefully more fun than uh, fighting with the Saudis. Um, we have a guest on, terrific, terrific company that he works for or entity. We'll get into that later. Jake Norris. Jake, are you here? Jack, I'm here. Great, great, great. Jake, we haven't met. Uh, so part of it is I got to learn a little bit about you. Okay, so I I, 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 I I know that you work for the Louisiana Golf Association. That's correct. You how long you been? Right. How long have you been doing that, Jake? Uh, I've been with them, so I interned uh, with them last year, um, and then I, they put me on full time uh, December first, twenty twenty two. So um, it's been I'm, I'm going on, I'm getting close to two years here. Excellent, excellent, great, and. Um, are you also located in Lafayette? Um, I was. So that's where the, uh, the LGA's headquarters is. Sure. Uh, it's in Lafayette. Uh, but uh, luckily, I was able to, uh, to work remote uh, once I got put on full-time. So I'm actually in uh, West Monroe, Louisiana, oh, cool. uh, is where I live currently. Terrific, terrific. Well, get, but a little more background, and then we'll get into the, the, the meat of what I wanted to talk to you about. Um, yeah. So uh, where did you go to school? Where did you start your golfing? And tell me a little bit about your your educational and your golfing career. Uh, so I went to I went to West Monroe High School, and then uh, after I graduated there, I went to Louisiana Tech. Great. Um, and uh, there's actually not much uh, of a golfing, I guess, history um, mm-hmm. because I played uh, really every other sport growing up, uh, other than golf. I played football <laughs> at Louisiana Tech mm-hmm. uh, for four years there. And then uh, I was actually able and lucky enough to get into golf after college. Um, so terrific. yes, sir. Terrific, terrific. Well, I, so don't I also I, I wrestled and I played football and uh, I didn't golf much. Um, maybe once or twice a year with a <laughs> uncle's golf clubs that were taller than I was. And uh, but but later in life, and I think that many of us get into the game later in life and it becomes one of our biggest passions because of that. So um, what do you do precisely for the Louisiana Golf Association? Let's talk about that. Yeah, so Jack, I'm the uh, director of junior golf uh, in Louisiana uh, for the Louisiana Golf Association and the Louisiana Junior Golf Tour. So uh, we do lots of different things, uh, but I guess our bread and butter is really putting on tournaments um, in Louisiana. Uh, and I guess I really focus on the junior aspect of it, but um, there's marketing that goes into it and advertisement and, sure. and uh, you know, communications and everything as well. But uh, that's really that's really about it. Uh, I also kind of dip into the LGA championships, uh, which, you know, Logan, he's our executive director. Sure, sure. Uh, we, uh, we do all the amateur tournaments, which is kind of, you know, once you get past that junior stage. Sure. Um, you know, after, after, you know, you get up over the age of 18 or, or you've joined a college team. So uh, that's kind of what I do. We travel all over the state uh, during the golf season. We're, we're super busy uh, traveling, uh, I think, you know, in the month of uh, June. I'll probably stay at my house uh, at home maybe only – three or four nights out of the week. So, <laughs> oh, uh, it, it's a lot of traveling, but, but it's fun to get to see, get to see a lot, a lot of really pretty golf courses. Mm-hmm. Um, you get, get to play a, a little bit of golf at, at some really cool places too. Well, that's one of my hopes here. I, I, I went to LSU and, uh, when I was in college, I played a lot more golf than I did when I was in high school. And some of the golf courses in the new Orleans or uh, Baton Rouge area were fabulous. One course I remember called the Bluffs, which was in St. Francisville, back yeah. in the day. Oh my God, what a beautiful golf course! It's right along I've heard Thompson's Creek. Oh gosh! And then since then, they've had a couple of management changes and so forth. But had I not been up there, I never would have seen it. And we have so many of these gems in Louisiana. Uh, and yeah. and one of the things that I'd like to do. This is a New Orleans golf show, but. 
uh, get many of the golfers here in New Orleans, when I'll talk about some of these other courses, they look at me like I have two heads. <laughs> Wait a minute, there's a courses outside of New Orleans? Yes, there are, and they're beautiful. Um, and we'll get to that at, at, another, at another stage. But let's, let's focus tonight a little bit on uh, what you had mentioned before, uh, the, the junior golf, and I really want to focus on that because I think that's yeah. kind of what we, we, we're into this for is to build golf. And yeah. you mentioned starting in June. Well, primarily, um, is there much that goes on during the school year for, uh, the, the, for junior golf in the LGA? There is. Uh, so we have, um, I guess, a season. So we start actually in February. It's okay. our first tournament of the season. It's our Sam Burns Junior Four Ball, and I know you're familiar with Sam Burns. Sure, sure. Uh, that's we have that. We're in partnership with him, and that's hosted up at Squire Creek. Okay, and uh, he actually is there. Uh, he comes in. We do a breakfast uh, with them. Really cool deal. But that's kind of the the first thing uh, we we I guess to kick off the season. Sure. And then we have a little bit of a break, and then we kind of start back up in April. Okay. Uh, we have a few a few events in April and May. Um, and then obviously, you know, a lot of events in the summer and then we actually have a few events that kind of get into the, the fall season, um, you know, in September and October, November. So, uh, the bulk of it's in the summer, um, uh, but there are some tournaments that we have during the school year. Well, let's talk about it from this perspective. Um, and much to our great surprise, uh, high school and teenage kids don't listen to AM radio. Surprising, isn't it? <laughs> but but yeah. some of their parents, some of their uncles, some of their grandparents uh, do. And so I'm going to kind of approach this as if we're talking to them and how we can educate them about getting their um, nieces, nephews, grandchildren, and others in. So some of the questions may seem pretty simplistic, but <laughs> I, I want to be educational. Okay. When we talk junior golf, what's the youngest and the oldest of our competitors in junior golf? All right. So I guess with our, I guess our junior tour and with the Louisiana Golf Association, we start at ages 11 and uh, the oldest they can get to uh, is 18. And that's pretty standard really across um, uh, the country, I guess, for the, 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 I guess the maximum age, which is 18. Sure. Um, But, like I said, we start at ages 11. There are a lot of programs that get kids started at, you know, the ages of five and six where they're sure. actually out there playing on a golf course. Um, and then some are more just kind of instructional programs. Uh, but for what we do um, is, is really kind of that tournament-based competitive mm-hmm. golf. Okay. Um, yep, and that's the ages 11 to 18, uh, which, you know, they become a member of the Louisiana Junior Golf Tour, and they pay a fee to join that, and then they're eligible to play. Uh, on the tour, um, you know, in any event they like. Now, uh, in the future, we actually just kind of went over like a five-year plan for the LGA, mm-hmm. and we want to get to where we start offering, I guess, more opportunities for those younger golfers mm-hmm. uh, to kind of get them in the game, mm-hmm. you know, earlier. Because it's like with anything, once you kind of build a, a loyalty to something and and start, you know, sure. rather soon sure. doing something. Sure. You're kind of like, you know, like I said, loyal to it and stuck to it, and you want to keep doing it. I I think Um, that's a wonderful idea. That's great. Now, um, there probably isn't, okay, a lot of the listeners uh, will be familiar with the first tee, uh, with, with organizations that are private organizations that help promote golf among young kids now i i know i spend a lot of time at bayou oaks here in new orleans and i know they have first tee and nike had a group uh that was there and they actually have summer camps and some i I imagine courses all over the state and all over the country do the same thing um your end of things is a more competitive tournament um yeah uh, I don't know the right word to use, but you're focusing on the tournaments that that yeah. would take place. Okay, so uh, if if I am the parent or the grandparent or the uncle for um, boys or girls, 11 or more, and they do show some interest, great interest in perhaps golfing, because I know at, at the first tee events and, and so forth, they're not always golfing. 
<laughs> they're yeah. doing. I, I told yeah. I told one of the guys who I know who works there. I said it's like herding cats. Or when we played baseball, remember that kid in right field who would be picking up dandelions during the game? Yeah, and then get hit and have the ball. Exactly. You got it, Jake. We get a lot of that. Uh, I've got to take a break here and make some money for for our our masters who own us. And uh, we've got to do the thing. So um, hold on. This is the Jack Clegg Show. No, it isn't. It's the New Orleans Golf Show with Jack Clegg. The Jack Clegg Show is on Tuesday nights. And you're listening to WGSO 990 AM and WGSO.com. We'll be back in a few minutes. Hold on, Jake. Causes telecom network outages. The FCC recommends that you call 911 only when necessary and limit non emergency calls. Avoid repetitive redialing to minimize network congestion. Try texting if a call doesn't go through. Conserve cell phone power and turn off your phone when not in use. If evacuated, forward landline calls to your cell phone and use your outgoing message to update your status. For more info, go to FCC.gov slash emergency. When the time came, I knew I had to find a place where mom would be safe and active while still feeling independent. A place that was close to all of us and everything she needed. Locally owned and operated in the heart of Gonzales, I found Francois Ben's Senior Living. They specialize in independent and assisted living and memory care. Call 225-647-BEND for more information on our special pre-leasing offers. Francois Ben Senior Living. Experience life as it should be. Hi, I'm Huck, an active Christian who loves Louisiana. One of my goals is to bring Louisiana's education from 50th to number one. And I'm Dave. I'm not afraid of government bureaucrats. I fear God. Our rights and freedoms come from Him. This is Liberty or Lockdown. Please join us on Thursdays at 5 p.m. on WGSO 990 AM and WGSO.com. This is Kate Delaney from America Tonight. The show kicks on at midnight, and I'm loving the overwhelming support in New Orleans. What a group of fantastic listeners here on WGSO 990 AM. Join me every morning to catch up on what I call the buzz in your backyard and mine. You'll hear some of the most interesting people on the planet from the world of business, politics, sports, and, well, just intriguing people with a story to tell. If you're around, give us a call. Don't worry, I'll spit out the number plenty of times on the air. Let's agree to meet at midnight right here on WGSO 990 AM in New Orleans. It's Jeff Cruer, host of Ringside Politics. I'd like to introduce WGSO General Manager Marianne Guzman. WGSO is locally owned and operated right here in New Orleans. We believe in cultivating local talent and emphasize local programs. If you have have an interest in hosting your own program, then we have some prime spots available. Thanks, Marianne. Folks, take advantage of this great offer. Email me at jeff at wgso.com or call me at 504-669-6076. Come fulfill your radio dreams at WGSO. Tune in to Chew on This, Saturdays at noon on WGSO. Tell us what you're cooking or ask us how to cook it with Don Clement and Patty B. We'll share recipes, cooking techniques, everything from sous vide to grilling. Got a favorite kitchen gadget? Let us know about it. Your grandma's secret sauce? Now we're talking. Tips from home cooks for gourmet cooking at your home. Join Don Clement and Patty B. for Chew on This, Saturdays at noon on WGSO. Come on to my house. All right, New Orleans, this is now the fourth and final segment this evening of the New Orleans Golf Show, and we are delighted to have a guest on who is so well-versed in junior golf, and Jake, Jake Norris, who's who we're talking to. Jake, a couple of questions right off the bat. We were talking about how um, a, a grandfather, an uncle, a father, a mother, an older sister, who might want to get their younger junior golf age people into junior golf. How do they contact you? 
and let, let's let's do three things. One, we want to get yeah. we want to get them the newsletter, right? Yes. Okay. We do. How do how do they contact you, and what what's the best way to get them the information on tournaments and the other things that are happening, and to join and become a member? What what do they need to do? Yeah, so there, there's a few there's a few different ways I guess that we distribute information. Okay. Uh, I guess the the one of the main the main ways is to become a, an LGA member. Uh, that what you're talking about is a newsletter. I'm glad you reminded me of that because sure. uh, that that contains all the news that we send out. Not only just Louisiana Junior Golf Tour related, but L- everything LGA and really everything golf in Louisiana. Sure. Um, and they can do that by by going to our website at lgagolf.org um, and doing that first, which pretty much all that is. It's kind of getting a handicap, uh, mm-hmm, which, you know, mm-hmm. where you post scores and then you, you become on our database to, to send emails to. Uh, but as far as the junior golf goes, uh, you can still go to ljgolf.org mm-hmm. and go to, to junior golf and become a, a member of the Louisiana Junior Golf Tour. Um, and we'll send you plenty of information you need to know uh, and updates as well uh, about the LJGT. Um, and then you can follow us on uh, all of our social medias, which is either um, LGA uh, 1920 uh, or LJGT Golf. And that's kind of the way to keep up with it because um, once you join, like I said, we'll send you a bunch of inf- information to kind of make it easy for you. Uh, and then we have our schedule listed online, and it you know kind of goes from there. Now, there's obviously there's somebody at home watching it, and they were looking for a pencil while you, <laughs> while you were giving out all this good information. So <laughs> yeah. the easiest way, the LGC, the LGA. LJGT. Well, I was, I was going to go even easier. L, the Louisiana yeah. Golf Association, okay, does that have a website that they could find everything that you just told me about on that website? Yes. So the, the website is lgagolf.org. Okay. Uh, dot org. All right. Uh, that, that's the website there. Okay. So if you, if you didn't get your pencil a few minutes ago and now you want to remember, lgagolf.org. And and then you can read all the details that you've just Jake has just told you about. All right, yeah, terrific. It. All right. Now, does it, does it cost anything for uh, a younger person to be a member? Yes. So the the entry fee, uh, the membership fee, I should say, uh, to be a member uh, of the LJGT is one hundred fifty dollars. Um, that gets you, I guess, kind of first priority into all of our events. Um, okay. You also get a uh, membership gift, uh, a bunch of a bunch of cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, on top of that, uh, the entry fees for each tournament is $125 okay. um, to be able to play in each event. Those are kind of the, the price points. Okay. Now, when, when you're saying tournaments, okay, there may be people saying, well, my, my, my son or daughter or grandson, they're just starting the game. Uh, are they yeah. ready for tournaments? That's yeah. probably a fair question. Yeah. What? What? How? How do we? How do we move them from playing yeah. golf with their dad every month or every couple of weeks or whatever to the point where they're starting to get interested in tournaments? How? How do? How do we jump over that gap? Yeah, of course. So yeah, someone if if a, a parent uh, or a grandparent comes to me and so they have a junior golfer that is you know wanting to play golf, I first ask you know are they tournament ready or they just kind of just love the game and and just really just want to go out and play for fun Uh, so that's kind of the first i guess question that i ask them and Mm -hmm. i get both uh i guess i get both answers um so we've already kind of talked about the tournament aspect Mm -hmm. if they're not really ready for that that's totally fine i mean there's i would say about 80 percent of golfers maybe even 90 are the ones that don't play in tournaments there you Um, go okay and and, and that's That's good to know that is good yeah, to know. So, okay, and that includes myself. I've I've never played. In, I guess I've played in some scramble tournaments because when I play, I have to have a partner uh, to keep, you know to, to help me. But uh, I got it. I for, got for it. The, yeah, for the uh, for the juniors though, we do have a program called Youth on Course. Okay, uh, which allows golfers uh, to play at uh, Youth on Course clubs mm-hmm. uh, for five dollars or less. Um, they kind of let them go out on the course. You know, usually while supervised. Mm-hmm. Uh, by a parent mm-hmm. or a guardian, okay, and they can go play golf. And how do our how do our listeners get a list of? Well, first of all, uh, do they need to be members of the um, LGA to get the list so they can go uh, take yeah. advantage of this benefit? 
so they can. So if they if they become a member um, that way, that mm-hmm. they automatically become a Youth on Course member, or oh, they good. can just go to Youth on Course. Um, I think it's youthoncourse.org or .com. I'm not positive. Okay. Uh, and they can become a Youth on Course member. Okay. Uh, but if they do join, um, you know, the LJGT or LGA, they automatically become a member as well, and uh, they'll get like a little Youth on Course number ID number, and uh, they'll plug that in on the participating facilities and they'll be able to play for five dollars or less wow that's one way that's yeah. pretty that's damn good jake i like that yeah 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 that's yeah that's kind of the goal is to because golf and you you probably know it's so expensive it's a it's an expensive hobby and sure a lot of people want to want to play golf but uh they may not have the money to and because you got to buy clubs you got to buy a golf sure, bag you sure. buy balls, exactly it's just yeah. pretty expensive so yeah. Yeah. uh trying to get that at least one cost or price point down um, you know, to help as much as, as um, you know, you can. I think that I think that's terrific because it is it is costly, and 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 I know this because I, I didn't come from uh, money, or and most of my friends didn't come from money, but we enjoy yeah. the game nevertheless, and uh, we're not the kind of people who go buy every year a brand new. $3,500 driver, <laughs> you know, you know, we stay with what we got and, and we still enjoy the game. So money is something we, we know about and we look for it. So that's, that's terrific. Are there, do you happen to know, are there many courses in the new Orleans municipal area, metropolitan area that actually, um, have yeah. this, this program? Yeah. So we, you actually mentioned one um, earlier in the segment uh, or the show uh, was Bayou Oaks at yes. City Park. They're actually a participating facility, um, I believe, at the North Course. Cause there's two courses there, sure, so I sure, think they allow sure. them to play at the North Course. Right, right. Uh, and, Which makes sense. Yeah, so, it, it's it's yeah, a great course. Yeah. It is a terrific course. It's in great shape. And yeah. for for uh, accomplished golfers, enjoy it. But for people just learning and, and maybe not as competitive, it's a terrific place to place a great layout. Go ahead. Right. Yeah, and uh, so that that would probably be the best one that I would kind of, um, I guess, push people towards to go play. So sure. I think we have uh, four or five participating facilities in the state. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I kind of took over, uh, that was one of my jobs was to kind of increase that. So we're working on that. I know there's a few up north in Shreveport, which is obviously not close to okay. New Orleans. Anything in um, Baton Rouge? Lopes, Anything in Baton Rouge? Yeah, so uh, Beaver Creek, oh good, uh, Zachary is uh, a yeah. building which we're yeah we'll be there actually next week okay. for our state uh, junior amateur, uh, which is coming up, which is I guess our biggest junior uh, event oh, of the year. But t- let's talk yeah. about that because we got we're almost done. Tell me about okay. what's going to happen Beaver Creek, how people could go watch, uh, yeah. and and it's too, we, we won't join right now. But where yeah. do they go? How can they find out about it? Yeah, so the uh, the junior amateur, uh, the Louisiana junior amateur, is going to be at, at Beaver Creek um, in Zachary, July 12th through uh, 14th. Uh, we'll have about 140 players. Uh, we always encourage spectators. There's always you know a, a group of uh, the gallery that kind of comes out and follows some okay. of the better players. My producer, actually, my producer is giving me the cut across the throat thing. <laughs> Jake, will you come on again and and we can learn some more about junior yeah. golf. Excellent. I'd love to. I'd I've love got to, your yeah. details, and thank you, and you're articulate, and make it clear. All right, thank you for listening tonight to the Louisiana, the New Orleans Golf Show with Jack Clegg, WGSO 990 AM. You're gone. Talk to you soon, Walt. All right. I'd like to tell you about the Actors Fund, a nonprofit human services organization that helps everyone in performing arts and entertainment. The fund's programs foster stability and resilience.